0: Hey everybody, it's the Accenture Show, and I gotta tell you, um, the thing I love about podcasts is you can listen to podcasts whenever, maybe you listen to it in the morning, noon or night, but I'll tell you, we are recording this podcast on Friday morning, technically, it's like what, 1230 in the morning, Um, it's been a week, guys, Um,
2: we usually do our but Joe's still in Thursday, (laughs) I'm still in Thursday,
0: what's on that,
2: everybody? Joe, Joe's in the past I am podcasting to you from the past
0: Yeah, it's just been a weird week We usually um, do this on Wednesday nights Um, You know, Joe had a play He had to do it late uh, We had to record late And I fell asleep Because I'm an old man I'm and nearing the end of my life Guys, i got probably six months left Before I <laughs> take a dirt nap But I, I gotta admit, I was very pleased This is how because... you want to
2: spend your last six months By the way
0: you guys checked up this. on me, and you didn't say, "Hey, you fell asleep." Joe thought something was definitely wrong, so I think Joe was sitting out there going, "Look how Chris takes care of his body, his life." Joe, and probably you were thinking, <laughs> "What seventy percent? I died of a heart attack?" Last oh time. yeah,
2: definitely. Okay,
0: yeah. So and I didn't know how to react to that because you know I, I fell asleep, so you know I missed our time that we got together the podcast and. Obviously if I'm asleep and I'm not there, they're probably oh, what's going on and everything?
2: I remember some weeks ago that there was a, a family issue that came up with a right. car that a uh, car trouble. Oh, okay. And it was it was late at night, so right. it well probably wasn't that, but I was thinking it would be something in that vein. I didn't oh, think okay. that something had okay. happened medically wrong. I just thought that it was well it just some I, type I think it's a reflection of that had come up.
1: it's a reflection of Joe's heart because we're we're like uh timing whatever on the Messenger and you know, he comes on like, I hope everything's okay and I'm like, oh yeah, I guess that's an option too. I just figured he's out cold. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because, yeah, because I was half, and we've helped each other out. I mean, there have been nights where some of us just couldn't do it. We just one a night off. There's nights where we had to change based on schedules. There's been a flexibility building and that's I think have kind of brought us closer together because we're not just podcasting, you know, we're, we're friends. We've gotten closer together for this experience. So like I said, it, it was a good feeling. I'm not ripping you guys for the other night, but I'm like <laughs> half very inspired. Like, Oh my goodness. These guys are really good people. Uh, because, you know, Joe was legitimately like, I-, I hope everything's okay. But then I thought, okay, I'm very honored and touched. They really are caring that I'm Okay. But then uh, I felt that they thought I was dead. So I'm like, man, maybe I'm not living my life good enough where
2: I, I, I'm dead if I didn't make it. So I, I we would assume right away that definitely okay. that's what was going on. It was like, oh well he's definitely dead. So no, was, it was right. So, I, I, it was uncharacteristic of you right. mostly because normally, you know, there's links to send out to say, yes. this, is, this is the link for this show and for that show. And here's some research that we're doing on whatever just to give us some information. And usually all of that stuff comes in well before time. Now, sometimes when things are, are crunch yeah. time or whatever, we get those links, you know, basically, hey, we're going up in 10 minutes. Here's the links. Uh, that, but that's <laughs> rarer. But there wasn't any of that. We didn't have any, the links weren't made. We didn't have those uh, links to articles for us to do a little bit of research beforehand or whatever. So it was just, oh, we just haven't heard anything in a while. And it's so easy for something to come up in life and just be like, yeah, right now it's not good. And I just can't have the bandwidth to do this nonsense show where we're going to ramble about (laughs) some random article. Well, it, it definitely a hundred percent touched. It, it was nice.
0: It just—I don't know. You know, you always think the worst. Myself, and I was touched, but then I'm like, "Oh my goodness, they think I'm dead." Well, which was touching. It was no, nice. I just—they cared.
2: But yeah.
1: I just had visions of you on the recliner, just head back, drool going down your chin. And-
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> I considered that an emergency as well. Oh, there's some different person There's drool all over that pillow on the on the sofa. That's not good. Well, here's what happened. There was a men's group at the
0: church I attend that that I was like, "Hey, I actually can go." Um, you know, it went from like seven to nine our time, and it was a good experience. I mean, nothing against that all. So I came home. And I had some downtime. You know, it have been rude. My wife was just sitting there. I felt bad. I left my family. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to sit here. We'll sit in the living room together and talk for a little bit. I made a mistake of laying down, and the next thing both of us were asleep. So that's kind of what happened.
2: Yeah. Uh, now, right. this is not really the, the topic of the show that we right. had intended to talk about, but we'll I do have a second. question about attending the men's group at your church. Oh, yes. Um, because at almost every church that I've attended since the 90s, has strongly pushed small groups, right? That strongly. Oh, well, this is so important to your faith and your, your walk and your community and whatever. And Paul's smiling because, like, he's said this recently, probably, uh, in trying to advertise the small <laughs> groups that are at a church. Um, my church. My, my, my church and,
1: is the small groups. So. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, my church right now is heavily pushing small groups, you know, and, and and all of the great benefits that I do not argue with at all. Um, I think I think it's a great idea and whatever. It has always been difficult for me to be a part of any of that because my schedule as a uh, a, a person active in the entertainment industry in theater primarily um, means that my Mel schedule is so oh. difficult <laughs> to do anything on a weeknight is almost impossible. But certainly over the course of you know, if we're going to do a 10, 12 week thing, I'm definitely missing half of those. And and for a block, not like every other week or whatever, I'm going to miss five <laughs> solid weeks, six solid weeks that I well, cannot be a part of this. And I'm trying to figure out, this is going
0: out live, well not live, but I mean obviously it's going to be accessible, so I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. It was weird um, because it's a very good men's program. I appreciate mm-hmm. the men's pastor uh, it's a larger church so they have
2: like pastors for different groups right. and everything that's like mine Mine now i go to a very large church and there's yeah. a lot of individual pastors for different ministries yeah
0: so it was a good experience i i guess the hard thing is they're struggling a little bit with communications now which you know we all do from time to time but when it gets I, big that's what that's the challenge well apparently this was the third week of the group i didn't even know about it I just got this email the morning <laughs> of, going, "Hey, there's a men's group tonight." I'm like, "Really? Wow!" All right, all but right. the, it didn't really make it clear of like what week of what it was. Like, I didn't know if it was like a one-off men's group or if it was a ongoing thing. Uh, it's like it's going to be at the church at seven. I'm like, "Great!" So I didn't know what room it was. They didn't say what room, so I'm like wandering around the church, going, "Oh, where's this group at?" And they're like, "Oh, it's up here." And I think there were other people wandering around. And at the end, it was a good experience, but I kind of said, all right, um, is this a weekly thing? What's happening? And they're like, well, we're not doing it next week, but we're doing it a couple weeks after that. This is actually the third week. The first two weeks, nobody was able to come. I'm like, okay, that's confusing. Because if nobody
2: was there, then you did not have two weeks.
0: Right. And the other (laughs) thought I had was, okay, when you send the invitation, if it's like, hey, we're having a get-together or whatever, Give me a little bit of context. Like, is this the first time we got together? Like, like, if you're having, let's say, 20 friends over watch a game or whatever, you know, give me some context. Oh, we're going to do this every week or whatever. Or mention, at least tell me who's the-
2: playing in the game. Right. Come over to my house and watch a game. <laughs> yes. And when you get there, it's like cricket. And you're like, what? right? Exactly. <laughs> I don't, I don't know any of the rules of cricket. I honestly wish I knew more about cricket than I do, but, like, I don't. I don't. Know I, don't
1: they, I, I tried watching cricket. I don't think cricket players know the rules of cricket.
2: I don't right. think there are rules. It's one of those games where they just make it up as they go along. Well, here's the other thing. If you
0: say, "Hey, it's at my house," okay, give me your address. Sure. I, I'm assuming Joe's house. I'm not telling you where it is. We're right. You. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> you. Right. Well, I, I did have the address of where this place is going to be at, but you know, if it's at Joe's house, I don't think Joe's house is big enough for am walking around Joe's house going. I wonder what this get-together is. You know, you probably get in there and people are there. You're enjoying the get-together and everything. Um, You know, the issue I had was, you know, being a big church, you know, it was in a room in the back. And, you know, I had to walk around to find a room in the back. So, Uh, Uh, yeah, good experience. Um, Yeah, so, I I don't know. I mean, I was out. And, you know, by the time we got home, I I feel bad. Oh, answer your question. That's why we brought this up. yeah. (laughs) As a guy with two special needs kids, it's hard to get away yeah um, I work at home and it's been nicer and I don't get out that much and I, I used to work at home a couple years ago and I was like oh I gotta get out of here I gotta go do stuff I gotta drive around <laughs> and everything and now I'm more like hey this is fine I mean I, I want to leave my house <laughs> I, yeah I used to podcast on Wednesday <laughs> night and yeah we have a podcast network we're trying to make it better. We're trying to bring people in. But honestly, if nobody ever listened to this, hey, this is my time to hang out with Joe and Paul each week. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good with that alone, let alone, the, you know. social fin- interaction. Yes, yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm telling my wife, I'm not a drinker or a bar guy or anything else like that. But I'm like, this is my night to go out. I mean, hey, mm-hmm. I'm kind of doing my own thing tonight, but at least I'm here and everything. And honestly, even though church is a good thing, I kind of felt like I'd cheat my family, you know, going to my nine-year-old and 14-year-old going, Hey, dad's going, I mean, you are probably be in bed by the time you get back. And it happens, yeah. but I don't know.
2: It,
0: yeah, it was just a surreal feeling. So,
2: all right. But do hey. any, Paul, do you have any perspective on that?
0: Oh, we could do a whole
1: episode on my... uh
2: that's what I'm kind My of feeling on, like. like. This <laughs> could be our this could be our half hour of ranting right here. We don't even need to get to the article. <laughs> well, oh, let's get to the article though. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, I I, I don't want really to get Paul in trouble because uh, John John Reed. You guys know John Reed. I'm, I'm sure you don't know him super well, uh, but you know John Reed and I have had some podcast discussions. I he's also a fellow pastor and. I, I can't speak for Paul, and Paul, I don't want to get you in trouble by having you speak either way on this, but it is funny because, especially at smaller churches, you have a pastor that's there, either at the church or working all throughout the day, but you need people in the church to do things at night. Like if it's a youth group program, or if it's a, what do you call it, like a or, or any type of services the church offers and i know when i went to a small church in the canton area it was kind of and, and it's not a joke around about it, but it, it became a serious issue because people didn't want to do stuff at night but you're like what the heck i work nine to five i'm not gonna spend all night at church you know and but the pastor was like well wait a minute you know we can't have functions of a church if nobody comes to do the functions of the church it, it, I, I don't know if i mean paul's got a head so i think i'm Paul's vibing with what I'm saying, but you know it is a tough thing. Yep. So I don't
2: know. My dad pastored small churches a number of times when I was growing up, and it's that's very much an issue,
0: right? Yeah, because yeah. the pastor
2: falls to the pastor then to to fill in some of those gaps. But the pastor has a nine to five job, who what? also then has to right. stay left every night late on late to do these ministries that nobody else is picking up. I mean, that's that's all a real thing. You know why I asked about the thing and I'm, I'm totally, this is, we're hijacking this thing. Uh, um, (laughs) Why I asked about it, uh, like I said, being somebody who uh, because of my, my passions and what I would say would be my calling to be a part of uh, creating theater and working, doing entertainment. um, I've had people that I've known in the past who ultimately have been I uh, can't think of the right word right now, but stymied is the word that's coming into my head in their career slash passion as a person who uh, is active in inter- entertainment, in theater, and whatever else. Who, because they've gotten involved in a small group with a lot of people who did not have grace. For somebody whose schedule, work schedule, uh, uh, passion schedule—whether or not it's you know you're getting paid for it or not—this is part of your passion and calling. Um, who then turned it around and said, "You need to be at this group because of all of the reasons that you get yelled at from." the advertisements or from the pulpit or whatever, or why you need to be in small group in the first place. They then turned around on, uh, Oh, you're not being a good husband. You're not being a good father. If you're not part of wow. this group and right. it, it oh, genuinely damaged his, his relationship and his, in his marriage, um, which wow. I will say, I will say positively, it came through Rocky times and is definitely stronger now because you go through ro- Rocky times, but Again, it's. And I don't blame it on small groups. I don't blame it on anybody who wants to have them. It's like any tool can be used to be surgical, or it could be used to be to bludgeon somebody. And so, f- f- having watched friends of mine find difficulty fitting into their church, when most often these groups are are are, are referenced as being this is where the real work of the church comes in you know that it's in these relationships and i don't disagree with that like the relationships are key and you want to have that but when you're on a different schedule you're you've got these other other priorities that you feel called to do people turning around and using that back on you is just so damaging um, it has, again, it's not why I've avoided doing them. I tried doing them a couple of times, but it was always, I, I have to miss the next five weeks because I got cast in the show. Um, yeah, but I've watched it. I've watched it get used very, very, very poorly.
0: Um, well, I think the thing that people don't understand and everything I've known and heard of Paul, I know Paul doesn't operate in this way, but, um, you know, you, you gotta have, you gotta be a person of faith. I mean, you know, Joe works in the theater. I mean, Joe's participating in professional play right now. You need people of faith in the theater. You need people of faith. I'm a journalist. And, yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't talk too much about this, but for... I've always been interested in potentially doing some more (coughs) Christian work, and you know, that opportunity hasn't presented itself yet, and, you know, we'll see if it ever does in the future, but... And that's good if you want to work for a Christian organization. And we we definitely need pastors. We need communications people and missionaries and all this sort other of stuff. But at the same time, too, as much as we need Christian workers, we also need Christians to go to work and represent God <laughs> at work, you know. Yep. And that's why it, it's good to have a healthy mix. I'm not saying no more pastors, just have workers
2: in the field. But, no, no, it's important. And or everybody needs to quit their job and be full time in ministry.
0: Well, <coughs> not, here's that.
2: The, not that either. That's not good.
0: It's good we're talking about this. We need to be silly, so we'll we'll, we'll get to our topic in a minute. But <laughs> I I will say too, and my goodness, I may never get invited back to men's group after I'm going to say what I'm going to say. Oh, um, but I don't want you to say that. You shouldn't. No, break your relationship. Here's no no uh, no. I'll say this because I in essence said this during the group last night. Um, It was interesting. The The pastor there was kind of talking, and uh, Paul, I don't want to jeopardize what you're doing by ha- having you come on this. I'll let you just listen to this part. <laughs> but, you know, the pastor was talking about how, look, it's been a tough time for churches. Um, mm-hmm. You know, whatever you say or don't say from the pulpit with COVID and, you know, Uh, some of the racial things have come up. I mean, people get mad. People get mad if you don't say anything. People get mad if you go one way. People get mad if you go completely the other way. Whatever you say or don't, you're screwed pretty much. And the pastor there was talking about, hey, it's tough. Because he's like, there's people at this church that aren't here because they're offended by something that was said or wasn't said from the pulpit. And I got to tell you, you know, (laughs) we're all going around the room sharing about – you know, stuff going on in our life, and this one guy's yelling about BLM and the fake news media. And, you know, no one knows I'm part of media. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I had my eccentric show moment where I didn't care. So I just sat and said, Yep, I'm the fake news media you guys talk about. And everyone's like, <laughs> and they all thought I was offended and everything. But, no, it...
2: did melodramatic chords play when you said that? Yeah, I'm yeah, part I of the fake news media. <laughs>
0: bam, bam, bam. But, I, I will say, and, and this goes along, Joe, with what you're saying. I mean, yeah, it is hard when people say, hey, why don't you hear all of the small group meetings? Mm-hmm. It also is hard when, hey, I go to that group because I want to meet with Christian men. And it's possible to be a journalist and be a Christian. It's possible to be in the theater and be Christian. And it kind of hurt my feelings to be double honest. I made this clear last night. When we're ripping each other because we're journalists or we're ripping each other because of feelings we have about COVID or we're ripping each other because of feelings we have about, you know, Black Lives Matter, or whatever the case might be. And it, it's tough. It, it's killing churches. I mean, if I mean, only we had as churches, if
1: only we had one u- thing that unified us and rallied us together what? that we could all agree on that.
2: <laughs> if only, if only there was like one unifying, like rallying figure, like <laughs> like but he'd have to be like really, really good, right? He had to be like yeah. unimpeachable, like just yeah. an absolutely yes. like spotless lamb of a dude, right? And, and, and that's exactly. why he was totally giving he would give like I don't know, like his whole life or something. And, I don't and know, that, I'm just making I'm just spitballing here. And that's appropriate. So I mean why can't the focus be on Christ?
0: And then you might sit there and say well, what about social issues? Hey, social issues are important, but why not really take a look and say, what would Jesus do about COVID? What would Jesus do about, um, you know, race issues and everything? And what Jesus would do isn't necessarily defined by Republicans or Democrats, but it's by love and care about other people. I mean, which we should do as Christians about anything going on. So I don't know. Yeah, we detoured, but it was a good detour. But, yeah
2: (laughs) 20 minute detour now let's talk about nonsense well now i'm getting an email (laughs) this is how et cetera works if you're new new to this every so often we get on something that's actually important important to us and like we're really passionate about or interested in and uh and then other times we we were watching goofy poorly made films and uh or television programs (laughs) Yeah, I'm just getting email alert. I... about Hitler, you know, like we could talk about yeah.
0: that. I just got email alert, you're not invited back ever again, so no, I just... how
2: ah. you get the email alert. This isn't even published yet. How do they know <laughs> <laughs> they are? You're not on a church, are you? You're on a cult, man. They're like stalking you. <laughs> this isn't even publicized yet,
0: yeah. So, no, but no, it was a good detour because I mean. Hey, it's stuff we face, and, you know, Joe, that's not right. Um I don't know what to say. I mean, it's good to be yeah. involved in church stuff. I really haven't been involved day-to-day church stuff just based on our schedule and my work schedule and chasing two crazy kids around. It's tough. And, boy, I don't want to get too serious, but it's hard because it's hard to bring crazy, especially needs kids out in public. I mean, I love these guys to death. am I doubting them or saying it shouldn't, but it's a challenge. <laughs> there's, you know, now that COVID's easing a little bit, there's some like, you know, socially distanced stuff that i like to take them to. I'm like, oh, I don't know if it's going to work or not. So,
1: it's and hard. If only there's a, ma- you know, that one unifying figure, if only there's a mandate oh, from that, that figure again. that that oh. that the church would exist to serve people rather than people of the church. I mean, just man, just we, 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 we got to really bring this all together.
2: That's, that's a really specific reference. Are you are you saying there is <laughs> a unifying rallying figure that we've been talking about this
1: uh, whole time? I'm 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 not going to confirm nor deny. That.
0: Oh, okay, that's probably why. <laughs> well, you wouldn't I, want to offend anybody. So. I, I'm going to have. Fun. <laughs> I, I like going to rock concerts, and you know. I'm going to try something here because you know, you you get into your ballad part of the concert where they're playing like acoustic guitar or they're like singing hymns, and you're like, how are they going to get back to rock and roll? You know, it's kind of awkward how you All make you that do transition.
2: It's just hit that chord,
0: right? Maybe, but we're so there. I, I've been in concerts where maybe you do like an instrumental where you know you go from soft to back to the rock. So here's mm-hmm. what I'm going to do very good detour. I'm glad we had this discussion, but I'm trying to detour like transition from the serious to the silly. So, let's try this. Tell me how this works. Mandate is a word that you hear with COVID. Only, right? I mean, you know, they say, hey, here's this mandate that this we is, have. It this
2: in is it. the transitional material? Yes. Okay.
0: I don't like the word <laughs> mandate. Right. Oh,
2: we're just talking about the word mandate?
0: Yeah, because I'm a woman
2: date Right. Would that make you feel better?
0: I, I'm a guy that, you know, hey, I, I have a wife, you know, I like the ladies and everything else, but and... But you don't want a mandate. Yeah, yeah, I I don't want a mandate. <laughs> and I'll be honest, and my wife's probably asleep by now, but if if she was here and she came down, I'd pull her in and say, I don't think you want a mandate. Like, we're we're having we're we're planning on having a a date afternoon where the kids are uh, with a sitter and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think she wants to look at it as a mandate. It, it's a horrible word, and we we got banned mandate you, from you know ban- that that's not what they're talking about, right? Right. I know they're talking about a regulation in regards to COVID, sure. but let's yeah. find a different word, like say a regulation, like a regulation, or a <laughs> guideline. Yeah, regulation sounds bad, but well, you know, a guideline. How about manulation. I mean, well, that sounds... That could, mm.
2: <laughs>
0: that could be interpreted very strange, too. So. Yeah,
2: yes. <laughs> sort of like strangulation, honestly. That's, yeah. that's the way that that comes across, like you're strangling a man. I'm uncomfortable with this word. I just got manulated, <laughs> you <Yes. laughs> know. Been, I just got manulated. Yes. I have we- felt manulated before, for sure.
0: I know I went to <laughs> camp in Penn State, but you know, yeah, it just. <laughs> oh. <It's the> <laughs> Is
1: that too soon? I don't know.
2: <laughs> I, I don't be. know. It might be. Yeah. Oh, so just the word mandate. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Let's just find a better word. I mean, That's there are other options, but I think they're trying to be specific because it's, it's 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 trying. They're trying to imply that it's required. Right? There is a, but it but it isn't a law. But but the like G- a, they don't want to imply that there's punishment for it necessarily if you don't do it. But they want you to do it, and to feel that you would be punished. But there isn't any punishment. I don't know. How do you how do you make something sound required well, with just a word without making it seem like it's a law? Because the the biggest concern we're gonna have this mandate now, you know, and uh well now all of my freedoms are gone. Well that's that's not the point. That, that's not what we're trying to do. But are trying to keep people alive. So,
0: But to be honest, I'm looking at something sim- very simpler than that. I'm looking at, remember when we started this show, I think what brought us together to do a show like this is to say junior high humor. I mean, we had to have junior high humor. You, you know, and that's know the only so humor we, we have
2: had. To, I want to say that it was there.
0: Yeah, it was there. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't have to learn it. it was there. So what I'm saying is, with well, our junior high humor... Yeah, I, I get COVID regulations. I'm, sure, I'm a pro-vaccine, pro-mass guy. The word
2: mandate is unique from from requirement or law so that it doesn't feel like it's a law. But now everybody's using the word mandate and it's become a whole other thing.
0: Right, I, I mean, I might even when I hear mandate, I, I go hee hee hee, and then you know, <laughs> the junior you know, yes, her. I mean, I'm not even thinking about regulations. <laughs> I'm just like
2: hee, <laughs> you know. It's
1: it's a very hey, serious word from the Latin mandato.
2: mandato. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. It means something you sh- something you should really do, but you won't be punished if you don't. <laughs>
0: Now, in That's days, what mandato means? Oh. <laughs> well, Joe is a pastor. Did you learn Latin or was it just Hebrew? I don't think you have to learn Latin, right? In the learned Latin?
1: I did not learn Latin, no. Okay. I learned Greek and Hebrew. Okay, Greek
2: and Hebrew. All right. Greek and Hebrew. He so you wanted to be able to talk to not actual people.
1: Yes. Agatha Peritome. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Agatha Peritome.
0: God bless you. Okay. <laughs> very good. No, I I thought he was taking that from his like seminary class, of um, yeah. mandato or whatever. No. Okay. No, so when okay, I was I'm taking on, Greek, on I,
1: I I I concluded that fritos is from the Greek word fritos, meaning corn chip.
0: Okay. Which you, it, it's very not. good. What? So, so nothing <laughs> like. Not. So nothing like transitioning from <laughs> the church and. Men's ministry to mandate. I mean, and to the uh, to the, the, the Greek word for corn chip. Yes, but, but so when you think of church men's ministry, you think of men dating.
2: wow, that no. was a, that was a combination of things. I was like, mm, that's not what yeah. I think of.
0: Uh, well,
2: it was just very strange. But I do think of corn chips because it's going to be a men's ministry, so there probably are freedoms there. Okay, to be honest. Well, in that transition,
0: I bring I it a B minus, maybe. I, I don't want to give myself you know, too much crap, but it was pretty good. As you're showing us uh chips, good thing this had, is a video. Yeah, it
2: was free. Oops. Of... Yeah. Free who it was knows. Goops. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, speaking this trans-
2: of this transition is where we just all of a sudden turn to the right. Yes.
0: <laughs> so speaking of weird things, on Monday, my goodness. Uh, communications went down all over the world because Facebook and Instagram were down. And this wasn't just for a couple minutes.
2: This was probably what, five, six hours of the day. And I I, got, I think, I think it was, I had a weird experience with this because I work in a public school district. Right. And so the, the school district will from time to time block certain sites and for over the past couple of weeks, Facebook has been one of the sites that have been blocked. I mean, obviously they really don't want employees to just be sitting on Facebook all day, but it's blocked it for phones. It's blocked it for everything. It's like not available. So everybody in the world was freaking out because they had to spend a couple hours off Facebook. It's like, that's my day every day. Like, I don't, I don't have access <laughs> to that most of the time. The weirdest part is now that that happened, uh, for some reason, it has now been unblocked in my in my oh, wow. on my my school system. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how it's related. I don't know what's happened. It's weird. <laughs> just all of a sudden, after that, after the thing went down, suddenly now it's back up in my my system. Thankfully, I, I, I think
1: don't. Facebook was just corporately trying to give us a window to to finish binging Squid
2: Game. Yeah, probably. I have Man. not watched any. Any amount of Squid Game. Mm.
0: But you, you when know, every time
2: I see something about Squid Game, it's like, oh, it's like A, B, and C, you know, like this whole list of things. I'm like, yeah, I don't like any of those things. Why would I watch Squid <laughs> Game? It's like, thanks for saving me from watching Squid Game. Uh, yeah, but it's Facebook that's telling me to watch Squid Game. So it didn't tell me for a couple of hours there on Monday. I was off work on
0: Monday, but it's very interesting because. Um, facebook for news i mean they're literally telling news organizations we're not going to send as many people to your news stories as you used to because when, remember when facebook first started it was hey who's hotter this girl or that girl i mean it wasn't meant it was to be it was just a, photos you couldn't even yeah. really say anything it right. was yeah and, just photos and even when facebook first came out i, I think mark zuckerberg in his original thinking was saying, okay, this is just going to be
2: for, Hey, here's a picture of our family. You know, here's a picture of our, it was not even dinner. a family. It was, it was college kids. Right. Party photos so that you could then figure out who that girl was at the party that you went to. Right. But when
0: it transitioned from just a college scene to families, right? I think naively Zuckerberg thought, Hey, you know, we'll have family pictures. We'll have, what food he ate, you know, it was going to be more simpler than, hey, here's a link to a news article, or let me rant about politics or COVID or anything. I mean, I don't think his original thought was doing that. But obviously, since our country is messed up right now, we're all yelling at each other, we all hate each other, Facebook has become a very popular place for let's rant, let's share a bunch of news stories and everything. Uh, I, I can see. Well, say because it a, you
1: you have something that was designed for college kids, and now it's been overtaken by a bunch of bunch of us old people.
0: Yeah, and is, grandma's it's
2: a, putting up recipes.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> I would like if it was just that, but I I know for news it was weird because even though they're not sending as much news in the algorithms to people that you know like our pages, we still get a ton of traffic on Facebook. So just think, it's kind of hard when you work at a place that you want to get traffic to a website where Facebook's gone. You know, you had to do other ways of getting it there. Uh, It it just made for a challenging day. I was glad I was off because for my coworkers, I heard Monday sucked because, you know, it was really bad.
2: I hadn't even realized that WhatsApp was part of the Facebook family. I knew Instagram was, but I wasn't aware that WhatsApp was also part of Facebook what what is that app i don't even know it's a communication app it's very popular around the world so when i make connections with people around the world my friends who are in spain my friends who are know, a guy who's in north africa right now uh you know it's it's extremely popular there uh oh in, in all all parts of the the world to be able to text people and whatever else without using your like data plan. Okay. So it's, it's basically texting. You can call through it as well. If your phone is on, you know, wifi or whatever. Um, and it's free. So uh, it's, it's extremely popular all over the world.
0: I there's, have... there's a lot of places
2: that they don't even really tell you what their phone number is. It's their WhatsApp, WhatsApp number.
0: I haven't used WhatsApp, and I'm I'm trying to find this app. There's like a um, texting app that keeps your messages private, which is good for communicating with missionaries. Because sometimes missionaries, you don't want their messages out there. So I I have um, some good friends who are missionaries that, you know, they say, hey, if you want to text us, use this app. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's like WhatsApp. It's not WhatsApp, but it kind of makes your messages private. Mm-hmm. No, you gotta be careful though, because obviously use it for good purposes. You know, talk to your good friends and <laughs> missionaries. Don't you know? Don't have girlfriends on the side and use it to talk to well, them. Well, I mean, that wouldn't be good.
2: Don't do that anyway.
0: Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: uh, I'm going to get in trouble for this <laughs> anyway, So it's going to be tough. <laughs> uh, but I mean, yeah. advice to missionaries: don't have affairs. <laughs> like, or or I I mean, all I mean, of like stuff affairs, should be Yeah, right. stuff that should be logical, but definitely, right. if you're a missionary, don't do that. Hey, Unfold. if you're a
0: regular person,
2: yeah, don't just say. Also, just for general life. Also, <laughs> yes, don't, don't do that. Missionaries are the only people who shouldn't have affairs. Everyone else, yeah. But we're just talking later. to missionaries right now. Just <laughs> FYI. Yes, very much. In case yeah. that was not part part of any other right. part of the missionary training, FYI. <laughs> I, I got to
0: say, I didn't miss, like, Facebook. I got to say, I, my Instagram game isn't too strong. I'm trying to use a little bit more to learn best practices, but I, I pull more stuff from, like, these podcasts and some stuff I do for work. It's really not. I'll tell you, my family, uh, my wife and I have talked about this. We're a little more reluctant to post personal pictures on Facebook, you know? Yeah. Um. So That's wise. We, I know we used to, like, my wife and I'd be like, oh, you know, they haven't talked about their, there hasn't been a picture of their wife on Facebook for a long time. Well, we're like that, but it's not because we have desperate issues. It's more of, we just are more reluctant to post personal stuff. We've got a kid that's kind of going through the foster system and we hope to adopt. You're not going to see him on Facebook. I mean, yeah, you're not allowed. Well, I've actually heard in our case it's a little bit different here in Ohio. Hmm. You can post it, but I'm kind of like, ugh, I don't know. So just, I, I mean, yeah, Texas. The, yeah.
2: the number of people that I've known at least in the state of Mississippi, like you, you just can't, you can't post anything with a hmm. with a foster kid or until com- adoption is completely done. I, I'll text this picture around. Um,
0: Craig, the other guy I do podcasting with, he likes to talk about how he loves Spongebob Squarepants. I'm like, what are you, 10? (laughs) You know, and he's an adult. He's a nice guy and everything. And I found that my 14-year-old loves Spongebob Squarepants, and he watches it on his tablet, and uh, some of our streaming services have Spongebob Squarepants, and uh, sometimes I'll put it on the big TV, and uh, I've sent pictures of him, like, staring intently at the TV at SpongeBob, which I, I understand SpongeBob. I, I like the 14 year old, a much of her like Spongebob SquarePants. So yeah.
1: But now, how much longer until Facebook <laughs> goes the way of my of MySpace? Because I I feel like it's hitting this tipping point of it's just gonna implode on itself.
0: I, I think there's a bunch of us old people that like Facebook. I think there's a Certain segment people that will post a ton of family stuff on it, which is fine. If you do, that's great. I'm not saying you shouldn't. But, you know, I like looking to see family stuff. I'm reluctant to share it on my own. But I'll do it for other people. I, I I don't know. I I still think there's life in Facebook. I, I think the hard thing is I I wish there was one place that you could share social media to where everyone could see it. I mean, the hard thing is, you know, I, I, I personally find myself on Twitter more than anything else. I don't know about you guys, but
2: but I know a lot of people. Or that like. on Instagram Netflix. more. Yeah. I have, like, four different Twitter accounts. So. Yeah. I mean, well, just to check Twitter but, takes longer. I'm on it for a I while. I mean, teens have abandoned
1: Facebook a long time ago. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. And
0: I'll be honest, I'm very boring on social media because I don't share personal stuff as much anymore. So I'm more trying to share stuff to say, hey, click on my thing, click on our podcast, click on, you know, a story I I
2: recently wrote. Can I tell you, that's why young people don't go to it anymore. Because they don't like clicking on stuff. Well, they don't, it's not information that they want.
0: Right, right.
2: You know, they want... And the old people took over. Right. And a, and a lot more people use it for business purposes, and now it feels like there's so much advertising on it. Like, right. and it's not advertising that I want to see.
0: Well, and I yeah. got our work now. Instagram is a big thing for work, and you could do some fun stuff. On and that's it. and that's how you're going
2: to wreck Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's my frustration. Once, once people have figured out how to monetize it, and Fill fill it with ads and hey click on my thing, right? Then they're then especially when it's geared towards a certain section that isn't the young people, they're going to find something else and go to that.
1: Well, no, I, I I think young people are safe. I mean they they've got TikTok and they're going to keep that because I tried TikTok I I don't understand how to use it or so I I don't see any people my age or older. Going anywhere near TikTok for a very long time, so uh, I think they can safely hang out there.
2: TikTok well, is is in that vein and series of social media things where it's geared to be short videos and whatever else. So you kind of have to be clever in how to make them to be interesting to where people would want to watch them. But I feel like there's been a series of those. It's always people want to make all these videos and then there's some type of security thing and then it, that one goes away and another one crops up. And it's always short video stuff. It's weird. I I got to tell you
0: some interesting things. I mean, at our work, we're very into Instagram right now, but we know that Instagram, you got to treat it differently. It's not, you can't just say, read the story, Link. Read the story, Link. Like, uh, what I shared with you, um, I shared a few Instagram posts I wrote. And the funny thing about Instagram is you have to say link in bio. And there's a program you could use to share links in your bio. But to be honest with you, how many people, like if you're scrolling through your Instagram account and you follow our newspaper page, you're probably, you might say, oh, cool picture. And you might read the description. But how many of you are really going to the bio, clicking the bio, finding the story and opening? It's hard. I I will tell you, we've gotten a lot of links off TikTok where somebody might say there was a horrible story about like two sisters that died in a car wreck they were teens. Well, somebody shared the link on their TikTok info page and we got like 50,000 links. I mean, it clicks on that story just because wow. people wanted to read their story. I, we don't have a TikTok account. It was just a friend of theirs that said, hey, read the story about the sisters or whatever. Uh, Reddit, you can't I mean, believe me, I've gotten in trouble with Reddit for posting my stories on there, but we had a story, and it's really sad. I don't want to bring it up on a silly show, but Reddit gets a ton of clicks if you do it right, and yeah, maybe we'll talk about it briefly after show. It's a real sad story, but it's kind of crazy. So, I, I I guess the point of this is I didn't miss Facebook that much, to be honest. And if Facebook completely goes away, it's okay. I I guess my big thing is on people I really want to stay connected with, Um, you know, we're not podcasting with everybody we know. So the other people (laughs) that we want to stay connected with is I want to make it where I can text them more. Hey, how you doing? Maybe, you know, they could share with me their pictures on text or whatever. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I miss Twitter as much. I mean, Facebook. I think I miss Twitter more because it's nice to catch up on news more on Twitter. Um, you know, we do a sealers podcast. I got a list of sealers people I follow where I can kind of check and see what, what's happening with the sealers, but I don't need to use Facebook for that. To be honest with you. I mean, I'm good with Alan, So,
2: I um, concur. I don't need it either. Now, but it got, really is a connection with people. It's the connection with people that I, I know. Well, I've, i've been friends with them i don't necessarily talk to them a lot but it enables me to sort of drop in and say oh cool that they have a kid that's you know just started high school oh wow i can't believe that you know they they actually have a kid that's that old now um or (laughs) they got a new job or that kind of stuff and you're able to put that information out without having to text everybody individually that you've ever met like oh do you feel it's like having something that's a, just a public Christmas card? You know, you get that annual <laughs> Christmas card. Like, we don't get rid of Christmas cards that much anymore, but because you just post it, post stuff on Facebook or whatever. But you know, you get to catch up with all of the stuff for the year of what's been going on in the life of this family, and it's usually really random, mundane stuff that they they miss <laughs> the actual highlights that you're interested in, and it allows you to keep up with people. Did you guys miss Instagram? Uh Instagram. I can't get in. I like I just can't figure out what I I'm not as fascinated enough with the mundane things that happen in my life to feel like it needs to be documented in a way that is conducive to the volume of things you have to put <laughs> on Instagram. I just can't I can't keep up with it. I've been trying. Uh, because we're trying to get words out about uh, the production of Little Shop of Horrors that I'm in right now at New Stage Theater in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, Either. <laughs> uh, www.newstagetheater.com What's the nearest um,
0: airport that we can fly into? Right, to see there you go. Play?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good airport. It's not Denver. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, so I've been trying to post stuff, especially backstage stuff, and normally, I hate people running around and taking picture stuff backstage like, i don't i don't <laughs> want that but i've i found a groove for myself of taking backstage photos of stuff that has nothing to do with the actual production like the photo i took before tonight's production is that every night before the show i fill up with from their little uh you know filtered system four water bottles for each performance so I put a photo of my four water bottles that I had just filled up and say, I got to stay hydrated for the show. This was the content that I felt was necessary to put out into the world. But I took some interesting backstage photos when we were in our tech rehearsal. Again, this is little shop of horrors. One of the big elements of the show is the plant, the, the, right. the man eating plant in the show. We were not to take pictures and publicize photos of the plants that's supposed to be the reveal for people to come and see. Not that it happens because obviously the, the movie and the musical are really old, but uh, uh, the, the specific puppets and things that we use for, for our production, they didn't want those photos out there. So I was really careful to take photos of like random stuff that nobody, <laughs> that, that didn't have any plants in it. <laughs> so that was a fun challenge. But until then I've had an Instagram account before myself for like a year, and I have this is literally the first post I've ever made with' has been in the last week. The other thing I can think of is,
0: you know, Paul posts more personal stuff, which is fine. I mean, again, I might criticize Paul at all, but you know, I, I kind of feel I'm critical of myself because I don't post personal stuff, but I enjoy looking at personal stuff from other people. Which I kind of feel like I'd be hypocritical by saying that and enjoying looking at personal stuff from other people. You know?
2: That's just because you are, you're being hypocritical.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah.
2: very much so. <laughs> Absolutely, you are.
0: I am the worst. So.
2: And that's the theme of tonight's show.
0: Yes, yes. And, the, and looking at the clock going, man, we are still up doing this. This is amazing.
2: Yeah, this yeah. was supposed to be half of this. Yeah, now, no, but now we're <laughs> rapidly
0: approaching 50 minutes. <laughs> All right. Let me quickly promo some stuff before we close up. Um, check out our sponsors Ashley Home Store for furniture, Chase Bank if you need a new bank. Um, I'll be honest, I fall asleep on my couch at night instead of setting up new affiliates. So I wanted to actually have this available for you this week, but it's going to have to be next week. Um, I signed up with Cash App. That's going to be our new uh, big sponsor. Are you guys involved with Cash App? Do you have the Cash App
2: um, I, I app think, on your phone? I think I have it on my phone because I think my wife started an account in order to pay for some specific thing to send money to a friend that we owed some money to. So they wanted us to Cash App that. Like, oh, okay. Well, so we had to start an account in order to do it. <laughs> starting next week, we're going to do a lot of promotions
0: by Cash App. Very interesting uh, program. It's
2: kind of. I'll make sure I have an account so we can put mine out there. And if you just pay me directly. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the reasons why we're promoting it, Joe. But, um, you know, it's similar to Venmo and PayPal.
0: The thing I found that's kind of interesting about it is um, you can invest in stock through it. You can invest in Bitcoin. I'm not a big stock guy, but I got paid for a, a project I was working on. And um, I invested five bucks in the Bitcoin. I've already made 30 cents in the day. Okay. Hey, 30 a day. 30
2: cents. Yes. And back. I am quitting my job. All right. I'm just going to invest in Bitcoin. Here yeah, you go. I know. Have you started a space program yet? Not yet. Not yet, but pretty close. <laughs> Did you see that Shatner's going to space? And I forget yeah. which yes. one is it is. Was it Musk or is it Bezos that's sending him up? I, I don't know. Who cares? That's really. going to be epic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Very tough.
2: Um. Hey,
0: um, listen to our Behind the Steel Curtain podcast. Um. Yeah, it's we, cool. Yeah, we, we're, we're <laughs> moving forward with it. Um. Very. I got to call out Jeff Hartman and Brian Anthony Davis uh, for, one, giving us a chance of doing this. And secondly, hey, there's 15 podcasts, at least, maybe there's 30 by now on that network. And, hey, we're silly people. We like to steal this, but we want to have fun doing it. So, each week, we're just making fun of teams that they play in cities, and we're saying ridiculous things about the cities. Very tongue-in-cheek, but we try to have fun. Hopefully, you, you find it funny. Uh, this week, it's coming out Saturday. We're making fun of Denver so and the Broncos, so it should be good. Um, also, check out our Fraser podcast is continuing to rock. We started, and, and Joe and Paul, you guys are welcome to come on sometime. Uh, Netflix is having Seinfeld, so we're starting a rewatch podcast of Seinfeld, starting at season one, episode one. So we had that podcast this week. Um, spoiler alert: the series premiere of Seinfeld sucks. It's terrible. <laughs> it's really <laughs> bad. But we had fun just talking about some of the premiere of it on Netflix. Uh, we talked about how Jerry Seinfeld—he just turned sixty-seven. He's wow. old. And they had one of the worst talk show guest performances ever. I don't know if you heard of him being on Fallon. He and Jimmy Fallon got in Lego suits, and they tried to interview each other. And I'm like, Jerry, what are you doing? And Jimmy, what are you doing? It was very unwatchable. But we talked about That's, that. That seems like it's a Fallon idea. Yes, very <laughs> much. So. And if you guys everyone, get involved, we're kind of taking a, uh, something that we were trying with the Xyra show. Um each week, we have another show where we're going to just talk about a YouTube video. And we kind of did that before we were watching Titanic 2. But it's not just going to be old movies. We're going uh, Next week, we're going to be talking about the Manning cast. Have you seen the Manning cast yet? The what? Uh, Monday Night Football, they have the regular broadcast of the game. And on ESPN2, 10 games this season, Eli Manning and Peyton Manning are on a Zoom call talking about the game. I watched this before. It's ridiculously good. They're not really watching the game. It's kind of like a silly, etc. cetera-type show where they're making fun of each other. Uh, But they have guests. I mean, Charles Barkley was on the first week. LeBron James came on a week. I mean, you know, they're bringing in guests in. They're having fun. I, I tell you. I don't watch that much Monday Night Football anymore unless the Steelers are playing, but it gives you a reason to watch Monday Night Football. It's almost like watching a talk show. And the Mannings, you know, we're Steelers fans, so we don't like the Mannings as quarterbacks, but uh, pr- pretty entertaining. I mean, uh, um, and they made some controversy. <laughs> Eli flipped off the camera, <laughs> which was kind of crazy on live TV. I didn't know Eli was that type, the, the flip-off type. So. <laughs> Very strange. I'm not a fan of flipping off the camera, but uh, Charles Barkley. He has never done an unfunny interview. Barkley's great. I love Barkley. All right. That's about it for me. Uh, check
2: out Joe's play in Jackson, <laughs> Mississippi for there. Everybody who's listening that wants to come see the play. Don't take pictures <laughs> of the plant and
0: post them on Instagram. or Joe will come after you. He's well, not supposed tough. to
2: take pictures inside a theater anyway. But
0: yeah. Paul, I'm behind on podcast uploads. We gotta catch up. Uh, I hear you have more sermons and books. So, yeah, I'm behind on uploading stuff too. So
2: I gotta get caught up. All right. Well, you and I have have uploaded nothing ever to you. Yes. (laughs) Well,
0: (laughs) instead of uploading, I'm falling asleep on the couch and missing. You are downloading right now. Yes. Very good. Well, guys, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's late. I am almost thinking do I just stay up and start to work because it's that late. But who knows? It'll be good. So any of the things you guys want to promote or say or anybody else who wanna disparage? Just want to say goodnight. <laughs> My apologies to <laughs> men's group and everyone else they disparage. It's saying the truth of love. It's all good. So all right, thanks for checking out the Xero show. We'll be back next week, hopefully early in the week if I stay awake. So (laughs) have a great night, everybody. Have a good one.
1: Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun.